Hey, how you guys doing? Bruce from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast for long time, long suffering Cincinnati Bengals fans. Who day, everybody? We are 42 days uh, from the kickoff against the hated Pittsburgh Steelers in Paul Brown Stadium. Well, will it be Paul Brown Stadium by that time? And we'll get to that momentarily on the line tonight. Uh, two yards in a cloud of dust. It's big hunch. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Man, we had a show last week, but audio difficulties uh, kind of trashed it. Uh, so we are back this week. 42 days, Hodge. Obviously, the most famous 42 sports figure to wear it would be Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you think of any other famous 42s? Didn't we have a 42 that was famous? We did? Uh, damn. Why did, I, why did that... Uh, what Simon Wilcox was forty one? Forty one. Yeah. yeah, who was forty two? Um, forty three was somebody. But forty two got me somebody. I had to go. No, look. I don't think I, so. I, I'm scratching my brain. I don't know if there's any famous Bengal forty twos. Maybe some average forty two. Oh well, yeah, probably the average ones. Yeah. But uh, Mariano Rivera, forty two. Yeah. James Worthy, forty two. Those are just off the top of my head. Uh, uh anybody else. The United States uh against uh Japan was midway forty two. Yeah, come on. Jesus Christ. All right. So as Hutch is looking that up, let's set the show for us as we get through. Uh we got a lot of Bengals news and notes. Um there was a heart attack worthy moment this past yeah. week. <laughs> and, that, and actually using that term is scary with, with us. Yeah, but if there was a, a medical induced trauma moment uh, amongst Bengal Nation earlier in the week, and we'll talk about that right off the bat. Uh, we're going to look back at the Back Together event Saturday at Paul Brown Stadium and, um, you know, whatever happenings that came out of there. And then we'll swing it around the AFC North uh, to wrap up the show to see what's going on with our hated rivals. Um, but first up, Bengals news, y'all. The moment that we had spoken about, Joe Burrow had an appendicitis and had to have his appendix removed. That shit rolled up on Twitter as if it was just a random tweet. And I went into absolute panic mode, text the group chat. And uh, what was your response? If you don't remember, I can say it for you. It probably starts with an F and ends with yes. a K. Yes, that is right. Yeah, and had a middle of... Ugh. Yeah, that's what it was. And it was like, wait, what? I mean, just, I mean, absolute shivers through Bengaldom and, you know, this podcast and the people that host it. Like, it was just absolutely a scary, scary moment. But after calming down and after having watched, you know, several hundred episodes of Scrubs and Grey's Anatomy, uh, appendicitis is the most common uh, surgery for people in the United States outside of tonsillitis. And, uh, it's a very easy surgery. They, at least according to scrubs, they give that surgery to the people that aren't very good at surgery because it's so damn easy. You know, it's not an overly complicated surgery. Obviously, as world class athletes, not getting the surgery from some, you know, uh, you know, JD or Turk here. So, <laughs> um, yeah. there's we're, we're, one problem though. Um, I mean, have you, have you had a history with the Bengals and their, uh, Medical staff. medical staff. Yeah, shit, anything can happen. Yeah, sports hernias have turned into career enders. Let's Rich Brom with the knee bruise that missed the whole seat. Actually, his career ended on a knee bruise 
He never right. came back after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but he's the franchise. I'm sure that that was done, you know, by somebody that probably not associated with the team. He had the surgery. He was out the next day. He has yet to make a reappearance. Uh, medical books, doctors, medical Twitter, scrubs, Grey's Anatomy, Chicago, Hope. All of those shows tell me that it's a one to two week injury. So I think he had the surgery on Wednesday or Thursday. So one to two weeks from there, you know, he'll obviously miss the first preseason game, but that leads to another question. Was he taking any preseason snaps anyway? He was going to take some preseason snaps, mm. but how many? Not many, not yeah. many. Right. He is in, he was going to be in bubble wrap for the most part. Right. But yeah. he was going to, he, he wanted to be the team leader. He was there with the rookies. Yeah. He wanted he wanted to participate. Yeah, no, but, and, he, and it, but he wasn't be, uh, wear a big gigantic orange "Don't Hit Me" jersey on top of his other number nine jer- maple jersey. Right. Yeah. And now this would be three uh, off seasons, kind of, sorta off season training camps that have been compromised for Joe Burrow. First one, COVID. Second one, knee injury. Third one. <laughs> Can appendix. I mean, it's just it's just something that's kind of weird. But obviously, even through all of those, it hasn't affected his ability to play on the field. Gotten better each year, so I don't anticipate this being anything other than you know can't afford uh, to be. Well, it it won't be again. It's appendicitis. It's not a big deal. I guess from again from watching all those shows, it didn't burst. You know, he was just you know stomach discomfort. Do you know anybody that's had appendicitis in our? In our, our uh, circle? In our circle? Not in our circle, no. But I know people that I have worked with that have had it, and they weren't out for very long. Um, yeah. So, and they, that particular, one particular person I know, definitely not a world-class athlete. Um, so, I yeah. mean, whatever, but, I mean, I'm, I'm whatever. I, I, I hope he recovers quickly. This is one thing here, it does bring up a point I've always been thinking about. I would like an upgrade to our quarterbacks, just in case. Yeah, Brandon Allen's been taking all the first uh, reps, obviously, um, as the backup quarterback. And we'll get into it here in a little bit. You know, the word on the street is that he's looked okay. Uh, but obviously, you don't want him playing any significant time, minutes, and games. You know, he can survive you probably two. But anything beyond that, obviously, he's not going to be able to help, even with all the weapons that they have around him. So, um yeah, but who, I mean, honestly, who's out there that would be significantly better that's not going to cost a bunch of money? That, right, that won't cost us a bunch of money. Right, and I don't, I mean, and who's out there, what, uh, it's, uh, Cam, he's not significantly uh, better at this point. Um, I mean, honestly, who's really out just there? Don't, yeah, Cam, yeah, don't let him throw. Yeah, I mean. Don't let him, make, don't make, don't let him think too much either. Yeah. Um, fuck. Yeah, there's nobody out there that's significantly better. I mean, that's you know that you wouldn't have to trade for or pay money to. Obviously, the Bengals oh well, you could get well, all damn, their coins. But, uh, you go get Jimmy G. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. So, that's never going to happen. Making eighteen million dollars, I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah, all right. So yeah, that was that was the moment of the week, and then after that was passed, it was like shoo. So we're going to look back at a couple of moments that we missed from the podcast that got destroyed on audio here. Um, the first of those older stories, Jesse Bates uh, does not report the camp, did not sign his uh, franchise tender. Word out there that he's not going to play on the tender, but we know that that's not true. 
that doesn't happen. Le'Veon Bell was the last one to flush $13 million down the toilet, and he never got that money back. And just did an interview not that much long ago where he regretted, you know, um, doing that. <laughs> yeah. So he's not going to do it. He'll probably show up at the end of camp. And I don't blame him either. Huh? So I go out there and risk that injury, uh, for the future. Right. You're right. I, shit. Well, of course, if it was me, my happy ass would sign a damn contract to be done with it. But, right. oh, I mean, yeah, he's right. He's got at least, he's got at least 17 games left with the Bengals. And word on the street is that the Bengals did offer him a contract near his number. It was just guaranteed money. That was the, the dispute. So, you know, he has all the motivation in the world to go out and play well because he's going to get paid by another team. Um, and the Bengals have all the incentive in the world to want him to play well. So go get paid and pick up a, you know, a supplemental draft pick or whatever after he signs this huge deal in Jacksonville or wherever else he's going to sign. Because again, we talked about it, then the audio that got trashed, you know, when you're going to make that much money as a safety, you're going to wind up on a team that has a quarterback that's probably on a rookie deal because they can't afford you if you have a really good quarterback. And at that point, you know, good luck if you're going to win, you know, because there just aren't that many of them out there that are going to be able to lead, you know, to a championship. Screw It's all about the money. I agree. I agree. You know, and hell, shoot, you know, probably would have, could have, should have won that won this past year. But they, I, I'm going to give you a comparison when we get to the end of the podcast. You might not know it as well because you're not a Heat fan, but I'm going to compare that something to what I think the Bengals are for this year. But, yeah. So, yeah, Jesse Bates says, you know, he's been contacting Dax Hill, the rookie. I was drafted from Michigan. They've been talking and texting. He's like, anything that you need, you know, let me know. Every indication is that he's going to show up. He's just not coming to training camp, which, again, no hate at all for this. This is a business. 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 All right. Next up, uh, the selling off the name rights. I alluded to it in there about Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, Mike Brown alluded to in his uh, yearly annual press conference that, you know, we got to be looking at other revenue sources because of all the money that we're going to be paying out here soon to Joe Burrow, who he said, you know, everything is going to be done to make sure that he stays here. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, like it's time to, you know, get rid of this kind of old way of thinking and start to try to get in some streams of money from other sources. So Paul Brown Stadium is going to be renamed. I would assume it's going to be Paul Brown Stadium or something, you know, Skyline Field at Paul Brown Stadium or some bullshit like that. That the name Paul Brown is not going anywhere, Hush. That's my uh, prediction. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we you had said when we said you had a a uh, institution that you thought might be good at getting the naming rights. Oh, it's and it hadn't changed. Uh, I'm gonna say fifth, third, four hundred. Yeah, Fifth Third sounds like a really good one. Obviously, they have the financial backing. Uh, the story that I had read is that there's going to be a $60 million upfront fee that uh, whoever the naming right people would need to pay. And then you get, I think it was $5 million per year for whatever the length of the contract was. Now, here's the thing, though. That story came out last week. And them right. shits ain't happened yet. <laughs> well, I, 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 I mean, that's kind of strange. It, I would imagine. It, it seemed imminent. Last week, and now yeah. it's like, well, I'd be willing to bet a whole lot of things stopped once that appendix uh started acting up. Ooh, um, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, so, <laughs> that ain't yeah. hung on that. 
Yeah, they was like, hold up. up, let's just stop everything that's before we sign any for any for real. Come I, on, I man. You too. That's the other man. She listen. They was like, hey, y'all. <laughs> they, that was swear. That was swearing in Lyndon Johnson right there because um, damn, we can't. Damn, we ain't signing no a pool. Oh, yeah, we ain't pulling. We ain't signing no contracts that we know cuz is okay. So damn, damn, that was hurtful. Yes, I understand. So yeah, so yeah, so they're gonna sell it. We don't know who's gonna get it, but and, yeah, well, we know who ain't gonna get it. But well, yeah, well, they ain't, ain't gonna, they gonna be uh, brothers comics at fucking uh, no. Paul Brown Stadium. No, Skyline ain't getting it either. Everybody's like, it'll be Skyline. Like one, Skyline ain't got that kind of cheddar. They right. really like their cheese. They ain't got that kind of cheddar. But two. The freaking stadium don't even serve Skyline. It's a freaking evil opposite gold star in that freaking place, which is even worse. So, yeah, that's no. strange. Yeah, awful. Yes, I know. Awful. Mama anyway. Roses? Gross. Uh, all right. All right. So, yeah, so that, that is that. I, I didn't have it in here and it just came up when I was thinking about, when I was talking about Jesse Bates. You're not on Twitter. So, um, I saw, I heard about, about Baker Mayfield. No, no, CJ Uzama. CJ Uzama was on some podcast or something the other day and he's shit talking to Bengals. Like he really thought that, you know, that they were, could, should have paid him all that money. He had the nerve to be like, oh, well, you know, they might not be able to sign Joe Burrow. He went full Carson Palmer. And people went nuts because hold up, dude, you had your best year with that quarterback. You ain't really do shit prior to that. And then you were lucky enough to get, you know, that freaking contract from the Jets. Yes. And he's like, oh, you know, I haven't had been around a team that this, you know, I mean, what he's doing, he's selling more he, he, tickets. Like, I know right, what he's right. doing. He, right, he, like, I mean, you know, you probably he, shouldn't throw shade he, to he, the former. He went from WCW to WWE, and he shit talked to <laughs> WCW. That's what you do. That's fair. Yeah. It, it ain't like, oh, yeah, this is a but, three – if he makes the full what three or four year contract with the Jets, his career is over. He ain't. He won't. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's setting himself up for his post NFL career. That's why he signed in New York. You know, get media market. He'll be on freaking CBS today. Whatever them shit shows will be called once he retires. He'll be on there. He's got the smile. He's got the attitude. He's got all of that crap. He like that CJ's career. He's gonna make way more money outside of football than he did during. Oh, but like, just, but also, also shut the fuck up. Like seriously, like it, it, you're. The we're set, we're, you're we're like, gonna play them. We're gonna play them. Yes, he, I'm he's sure gonna he get jaw jacked by somebody. Right, he right. He he'll talk. I mean, they'll go all go out to dinner probably that night and talk shit on and fight oh, on Sunday. Using a wrestling reference. Okay, so this is not freaking. You know, the radicals with Benoit and, you know, D Malenko, Chris Jericho and them transferring to WWF. This is like WWF signing, I don't know, big boss man. Uh, I don't know. Somebody that's not very good. Uh, car, man. That's terrible. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. DJ is not, DJ I mean, he might, he might know the playbook still. But whatever, they'll hopefully change it. I guess. All right. Let's get into this training camp news, y'all. Uh, first up, the two-fifths of this offensive line that we paid for has not taken a snap. Uh, Alex Kappa had the core surgery during the offseason. 
he just came off cup and he's participating in 11 on 11 with the squad, uh, the, what is that? The practice squad people. Uh, so he's not there, but probably the bigger one is Lyle Collins, right? Tackle that we signed, uh, free agency from the Cowboys oh, had a back issue that flared up during OTAs and the word on the, I mean, that even on the street, they were like, well, you know, if there was a game, he could play, but we're not going to risk that back at this point in time. So he's just working out. Not practicing, so two fifths of the of the new line uh, ain't even new, out there. The new order. Yeah. So I mean, how you know? How do you feel about you know? It, the Collins is probably to me like the bigger one because right tackle is a huge issue. <laughs> so you paid this man ten million. Paid ten million dollars. Well, we're gonna get to that in the next one, but go ahead. That's that. I mean, the 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 training camp is where you start. You you know you talk to that other dude to the left and to the right and be like, all right, if this mother blanker does this, I'm supposed to block him and do this. Right. right, that we need to work all them kinks out now before we see any uh, live bullets. But uh, we, and we, again, we talked about this in the, the lost podcast. I don't know how many snaps a lot of these people are getting in preseason, man. Like I just I don't think they want to risk any particular injury at all. Like at all. Like I just, I just don't, I don't see them rolling anybody out there for any significant that's good that they're planning on playing significant minutes, <laughs> the NBA term to, um, get a bunch of snaps because they don't want to risk it. You got, remember, that's the two weeks before the first game anymore now, not the one week. So you get two weeks off. That's when they're going to install and do practice. And I think that's when everybody's going to be expected to be back. All right. This okay. Let's 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 kick the tail. We are we are a better team than that team that's coming in on September 11th. Significantly, yeah, significantly better. This might someone said that this might be the worst Pittsburgh team in 40 years. Right. Yeah. And, uh, six and a half point favorites at this point in time. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're the worst team in freaking Pittsburgh in. Since what the Bubby Brister times or whatever, correct. Mm-hmm. And but if they got one in them, it's gonna be week one, right? And yeah. and right and and like that dude Omar Epps's rep is on the line now because he ain't got no first ballot Hall of Famers on that team currently. Too correct. Much. Right. So mm-hmm. it's on him now. Right. So yeah, they, I, they, they got to come up with every dirty trick in the book. To go to beat the Bengals. They, I mean, this is almost a, it's a must win for them. Right. And again, I know you keep referencing how the Steelers beat, uh, Buffalo in game one last year and then, right. you know, was, you know, essentially an on and off win for the team for the rest of the season, um, to get to where they got. But I just, I, 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 I again, we, I think we all have Steelers PTSD we from the many years of getting beat. We all know that there's one dude that ain't afraid of the Steelers on that football team. <laughs> so he doesn't care. He doesn't want Jamar either. He, they don't care that none of none of what happened is ever going to affect them in any way, shape, or form. So, and, and to be honest with you, I think they might revel in beating the shit out of them. I think that's what I, I got I, from that. Right. I think they. I, I hope they, they beat the shit off. out of them. Yeah. I hope it's a. I hope it ain't a game after the fuck hell after the first, first play. quarter. Shit, yeah, first play. But mm. yeah, um, but yeah, if they got one in them, the Steelers have other than that black and gold uniform, 
But I believe they have a better all-around all coaching staff. Monday through Friday, or Monday through Saturday anyway, I think they got advantage on the, in, the, in the coaching. Mm-hmm. But right. I think we got the players and everything else on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, I.L. Collins will be back Zoom. There's no timetable at this point in time uh, for him to be back. It looks like Kappa will be back sooner than that. Uh, so, yeah, Kappa, you know, Kappa is practicing, but with the scout squad, scout team. So, uh, yeah. All right. That, yeah, that is a little bit rough, though. All right. Number two, you talk about the line. We're looking at left guard. It's Jackson Carmen's job to win or lose. I, I read that too. He's coming to camp in shape. Uh, the phrase used by the offensive line coach was night and day, uh, in terms of his abilities to comprehend information. And his ability to actually do what they're actually saying because he's in much better shape, uh, which he was not before. <laughs> so right. he's, uh, Brown he's is not there. Shape. Yeah, he's shape, there. Man. He's doing well. Uh, I mean, again, the ability issue was never in question with Jackson Carmen. It was always motivation. So if he mm-hmm. somehow found that button and it probably was that button when they drafted uh, Cordell Volson in that <laughs> in the third or fourth round, that was probably his motivation. Whatever gets him to that point, you know, so that spot winds up becoming solidified. Uh, and now at that point, you, you know, you really, if he can play up to his round pick status, which is second, you really was, turn was that a joke? Round, round pick. Oh, yeah. But doom, doom. yeah. So, I mean, Jackson Carmen in shape and progressing that that's needed. Yes, or was that, needed. Right. That cannot be. Yes. We definitely every lineman that. Right, just in case we got we were really lucky last year, and actually we weren't. But yes, every every able body that's healthy, mentally and physically, we're gonna need your ass in twenty twenty two. Right, and this you know this under the Zach Taylor era, we had a couple of them learning on the job situations. Uh, Jackson Carmen learning on the job, Michael uh, Jordan learning on the job, Isaiah Prince learning on the job. Like that's not a good look, man. Like you just can't keep that going. So. Hopefully, he had that year. He had to learn some things, I think, was the <laughs> phrase that was also used. He's hopefully learned those things and is ready to get back. Uh, this is I'm, why I don't like – he's from Cincinnati. That's why I don't like drafting dudes to their hometowns, man, especially not a young dude. Like, it's it's too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, it's I too mean, much. Hey, you know, let me get some tickets. You're in your hometown. You're sleeping, you know, not in your bed or with your parents or whatever. But there's it's just too much familiarity. You know, you fall back into whatever you – whoever you are as – at that particular age, you're, you're when you're comfortable. Were there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, yeah, you I don't need to be uncomfortable. Yeah, I, that's why I don't like drafting hometown dudes. Sometimes it's a little too much. All right, third. Uh, I wish we had a not breaking news sounder. Uh, Jamar Chase is a beast. That's pretty much it. Um, he hasn't dropped a pass in camp. <laughs> not one pass has hit the ground. Shit, he can drop all them motherfuckers in camp if he can catch he, them in the regular. I season. mean, if you see some of the limited video that's out there, I mean, just absolutely mossing and just posterizing people. It, it's, I mean, who's throwing the ball to him? Brandon Allen. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Yeah, I mean, just an absolute, absolute beast. He's just, I mean, it's not a surprise. And the funny thing is, as we go through all this stuff, and he's been in this offseason, I think he got a, a a profile in, like, uh, Esquire GQ. or GQ. He was in GQ. You know, it's, I think he's just turned 22. 
he seems to be way mature beyond his years, other than he said that he lied in that story because he just had to give him something about buying Joe Burrow's clothes. <laughs> but like oh, he seems mature beyond his years, you know, like none of this mm-hmm. is you know, like he's you know, like this is too good for him. I saw the thing the other day, like he he wasn't scheduled to sign after practice and he wound up signing for like forty five minutes and signed pretty much everybody that every kid that was there. He wasn't, you know. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't trying to uh sign for the adults, which you know, of course, they're gonna take it and sell it on eBay. But the right. kids probably too. But anyway, yeah, you know, he's just like that dude. And you know, he talked this year about you know trying to get to two thousand yards in receptions. He wanting to get in there before Richard uh Richard Jefferson for Justin Jefferson does. You know, like he's ready. And you know, I don't again. Does he need to take a training step? Uh, training camp or a, a preseason snap on. He doesn't. Like, I don't want to see him go out there and plant wrong, soft tissue. I don't, I need, I don't need to see it. I don't need, I mean, it's, I, you want, you want something out there. You got to do it a little bit. You got to say, you got to go out there with no fear sometimes. You just a, 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 a drive or two just to see how shit works. Mm. Just something. Uh, I, yeah, I don't need to see it. I, just show up September 11th and healthy. That's all I care about. And again, they have. I don't know if that comes through. Knock, knock, knock on my I, head. I heard a little something. They're, um, they've been relatively healthy through one week of camp. You know, Michael Thomas, uh, the wide receiver, not wide receiver, the safety had a little bit of an injury. Um, but nothing. I mean, they've been relatively healthy. You know, I think Gunther, the seventh round defensive end pick, he got into a fight with Isaiah Prince. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, there, but that wasn't why he got hurt. He had like a little bit of a knee thing, but not, not supposed to be anything. Walked it off. Just whatever yeah, dances every, and every, Everybody, I've, I mean, I've noticed on everybody's camps, everybody fighting. They, they yeah. need them jobs, man. Shit. It's hot, man. It's hot. That's what it tough. is. Yeah, right. Potato. So it ain't, it ain't no joke. All right. So, all right. And then the other half of being a beast, T. Higgins, but also with Logan Wilson. Also, they're off of Pup, but they're not practicing with the real 11 on 11s with the scout team with Alex Kaplan. Um, but he's out allegedly T and put on like three pounds of muscle or something like that too. He looks completely, you know, reformed with his body. Like, who are you stopping? And then, you know, there's been stops out there that Hayden Hurst has looked like a really good quarterback with Brandon Allen out there too. Like, wh- wh- who? Where are you stopping them? Like, seriously. Like, where are you stopping them? You shouldn't be able to stop them. If they block it up, you're not going to be able to stop them. If you, if you give, right, you give Burrow and them another, another second or two to do it's, anything, it, um, it's, it's, it should be over. It should. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't understand. How people are like, oh, well, they're not going to be that good. Like, oh, it's going to be the defense. It might, even if the defense steps back, the step that the offense could take up should more than make up for that. Like, there's not going to be any, oh, we won, like, won by scoring 21 points, like, you know, whatever anymore, seven field goals or whatever. Like, it's not going to happen. They're going to score points. Like, you're not going to be able to hold them down for too long if they're, you know, with relative yeah, that, that, well, that, that's, that, that fourth, that third and one, and that fourth and one, it's coming where up. you can run the ball, you're and jumping you ain't got to throw it. That will help out yeah. a lot. Yeah, you're jumping the gun, and that's the other point for under the training camp notes. 
So Joe Mixon finally spoke about the Super Bowl, uh, the third one and the fourth and one not being on the field. You know, that kind of two minute offense he hadn't really been a part of. And he wasn't, he said that he should have been more forceful, like, yo, I need to get in the game. You know, so on a third and one, you would want Joe Mixon in the game because he has a tendency to fall forward uh, and maybe get that yard. And then you're in a different boat in terms of those last two plays. You know, but it also he took he handled it as probably as classy as could be. It wasn't any like, you know, coach fucked up. He's like, I, it was really my fault that I should have said something. And, you know, he's like, that's not even an issue. It's been dead and buried, you know, like and I don't know that it ever was an issue. But this is just his first time speaking about it. That's the other thing about this team. And I think I said this to you the other day. This is probably my favorite Bengal team. Even 2005, there was some dudes on there I just kind of I tolerated but didn't necessarily like. <laughs> <laughs> like I tolerate, like I like I know everybody loves TJ for his grit and all. TJ kind of got on my nerves, bro. How did TJ get on your nerves? He's annoying, man. You're a freaking glorified number two. You're eating off he, of what Chad's leftovers, man. Like you saw what happened he, when he, he came, left. He you came through on a couple of, of of plays. TJ was annoying. I never got over the freaking shoe thing. He should have never did that. What? Shining the Yeah, with the football guys. He brought up the bad football guys. I mean, aren't you the one that's like, you? you a couple months ago, you was like, man, you gotta have me vocal leader and and show out and do shit to be the leader. That wasn't him being the vocal leader. That was him showing off for himself. No, you need that from your... I mean, that was the whole team. No. Damn, yeah. that, that, that team, like I said, there was just some people. This team got a bunch of nice, not nice, good, you know, allegedly good dudes on it till it comes out later that they're not. But, you know, this is my, my favorite group here for sure. I mean, right. This team talked more shit than that team, I think. Or mm. last year they were talking shit. To who? Who was talking shit? Uh, the quarterback was talking shit. This shit is over. Uh, but yeah, did, we, I mean, did we watch the, the hype video? Yeah. Right. Hell, yes. he, he said more bad. He had more bad words than Chappelle. No. Oh, that whole lot of that shit was blanked out. No. Yeah. I'm not talking about bad words. I'm just talking about I, I, bad. But he was talking shit though. Put this shit in my hand. Yeah, that's it. But he's talking to himself. Ah, uh, himself with the mic. <laughs> Smoking oh. cigars. Yes. Oh, just one more cigar. I still got my, I still got my stogie stowed away here. Right. In the Super Bowl. I'm about to, I think Joe Burrow's new nickname, he should be Brainy Smurf. He, that's who, he kind of gets on my nerves a little bit for talking what? too much shit. <laughs> but everybody, every, every second something happened, his ass is in front of a mic saying something about it. Uh, because he knows. Right. Abortion ban. Uh, yeah, abortion got turned over. I think women should have the right to choose. He wants to be a politician. I don't think it's that. I just think he's using his platform, you know, like, you know, because he knows people listen to him. Right. And again, you know, the people that don't listen to him or they think like all those other people do or whatever, they can still be like, man, that's that's my quarterback, he, too. So, like, he knows. He, he has everybody's stats in his pocket. I mean, yes, he knows. Right. He, he knows. And, but, right, as soon as he gets the mic on, that motherfucker put on a three piece suit and be like, well, he running for he he running for city council. He in his shit. Again, I, I hate Brady comparisons because you haven't won anything. But attitude, uh, or not attitude, um, uh, preparation or approach wise, that's probably the comp because 
that's what he, you know, he knows everything that's happening on the field, off the field, whatever. But outside of Brady, he's not afraid to, you know, Brady's going to be, I'm not going to say anything controversial because I don't want to mess up my Q rating. Burrow's like, I don't really care about my Q rating right now. Once that money starts flowing in, he'll start to care or possibly will well, start he, to care. And, but and right now, a, he doesn't care. As another thing, he don't have – does he have any national uh, things? He has no national endorsements. I, I, I saw one thing. Yeah, Nerf. <laughs> I mean, but also, uh, I mean, knowing what we know, you really think he's seeking it out until he wins? I, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he, he's looking for some extra loot. But he's not going to be going, like, off crazy like that until he probably wins. So I don't think, you know, again, that Brady wasn't doing all that crap until he won. And not actually like won a few times, you know, until he got his teeth fixed. Brady, I mean, Burr already did that. All right. Anyway. Uh, and, and, and one more thing, <laughs> sir. All right. So we haven't talked about this yet, but what about, did you saw the rings, right? The championship, uh, AFC championship ring. Yes. Yes. So, and so which one, which ring is Burrow wearing this year? None. No. No. Oh, I thought you meant like, is he going to wear that ring or his, right. cha- his, his national championship ring? Right. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Finish the question. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, yeah. All right. That's what I want to know. What ring is he going to wear? What? That's, yeah. I, I'm, he's going to wear that LSU ring until he wins that, ta- the championship. Oh, right. LSU. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet he don't even, well, nobody wears those rings, but I'd be willing to bet that that's all he cares about. He's not, he's going to be completely focused on winning that Super Bowl. That loss is going to haunt him. Forever until he avenges it. And this is a good point to what I said. This is a good, what I was saying before. And I don't remember if you know. Okay. So obviously Miami Heat fan. Obviously LeBron comes and signs. They lose that first year to Dallas in a series that they definitely should have won. But that's a whole other thing where we got evil LeBron for the year because everybody hated him. And then the next year they win the chip against Oklahoma City. And then the next year, the uh, Ray Allen shot was the Ray Allen shot game. Right. Yeah. You know, they were, they had the freaking championship trophy out on the field with the ropes up, you know, like, Hey, this shit is about to be over. And they come back in seven and under a minute and then they win game seven. Okay. So the Spurs are my second favorite team. The Spurs took that moment and was like, I can't believe this shit happened that we had this shit in the bag. And we lost this freaking thing and their entire motivation, focus, everything was on getting back there and hoping to see Miami, which they did. And they blew them out in six. Them games weren't even close. <laughs> I think it was five, actually. Them games weren't even close. I remember. I, I love the so, Spurs, too. Yeah. So that's my mentality. Like, I'm thinking this, the way I'm reading and looking and all this shit about the Bengals, it, it feels so much like the 12 Spurs. It really does. And I could see that because they have the leader that's going to be, I mean, obviously Tim Duncan, quiet assassin, but like they have those dudes that are going to like keep that focus and get them to that point. Like I'm sure they would be like, can we play the Rams again so we can run it back? Like I'm sure that is on their mind. And uh, you know, I, let's, we, the, the only difference in, in my, in my, uh, thoughts about it is that we don't got pop if we had pop that right we, we don't have pop we got sunny boy okay but i would say that too but also pop did roll out five four no three or four three hall of famers yeah yeah tim Duncan, manu uh tony parker and then Kawhi. once he's you know done playing so he rolled out four hall of famers 
So, and, and you know, and, and, yeah, yeah, calm your tits. <laughs> okay, yeah, but, like I mean, he again, great coach with a great with great players. Completely there, what happened there, but there's been plenty of teams that had four Hall of Famers, three or four Hall of Famers got blown the fuck out like right. that. No. like that Miami Heat team had four Hall of Famers on it, and they got Correct. the ass kicked. Yeah, but they had won before. They won before, uh, right? Yeah, with the same coach, and who's also right. a hell of a coach too. He, <laughs> so, he is a hell of a coach, yeah. right? Yeah. So, <laughs> but you're right. You can't just yeah, blow the ball out. Yeah, but I just I think the mentality is there. You know, like if I'm a coach motivator or whatever, if I was on the Bengals. Like, I'd be showing them, like, hey, you know, let's see what happened to the Spurs that previous year. And let's see what their focus was going into it, especially in the finals. They were so locked in. Like, even from the jump tip. The, remember game one? That's where the freaking the air condition went off at the Alamo Dome. Uh, and you know, the air went out and LeBron cramped up and they had to carry him off and they lost that. It, it was a mess. Just a mess. I don't remember none of that. Yeah, it was a mess. It was, it was laser focused. But anyway, that's where I think they are. All right. Saturday back together, y'all. Uh, again, no big injuries. Yay. Whatever. 29,000 people for a glorified practice, Hutch. And also, why the hell were we not there? 29,000 people to watch a glorified bingo practice. Yes, that's another shit. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. Why were we you not can, there? You can, you can get that at TOSU, but um, yeah, wow, yeah. that's a lot. They had the AFC Championship trophy there. They had the white uniforms and helmets on display. You just sat in the little, you know, the chant, the little chair that they made, you know, for the Bengal game person of the day. Like I had all game of that of stuff Thrones. there. Yeah, that thing. And they had all those folks there, and you know the uh. Goat killer. Why are we not there? Why are we not there? Why are we not there? And honestly, I didn't really have a good answer. I didn't even know about it until late, to be fair. And you had to have a ticket to the event. I don't even, I don't think they charged. I just think I thought, had, yeah, I thought it was shit. Anybody, <laughs> anybody could show up. I think it was, but you had to have a, it was a ticketed shit. event still. Stanky you know? ass Patriots people cheating. And yeah. Cheating. So yeah, uh, glorified practice, man. And 29,000 people. But I was just like, wow, that's amazing. And then if you'll turn over the screen share, maybe this will work. Let me show you how they ended practice. You got it. Can you see? Not yet. Oh, hold on. Oh, seriously? Good do it. Uh, here we go. This is how they ended practice, y'all. Yeah, commercial break first. I don't know. Nope. Did you see that? A uh, 60 some yard kick or something? 65 yards from Evan McPherson to end practice. And so the goat killer and I were doing the math this morning. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait a minute. 65. He, 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 he couldn't have made that shit in the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I'm not worried about that. Well, that, that would have been the tie, but yeah, no. But not, that wasn't the math I was thinking. I'm thinking it's the end of the half. You're up, down, whatever. If you get the ball at, your 45, that's a 62. You attempted, right, at that point? Yeah, 45 plus 17 or 18, I think. Yeah, 62, yeah. 63. That's 62. Yeah, you know what? Why not? So now that gets you at the 45. If you desperate, desperate, you get to the 40, 67. That kick, and I, I didn't, I showed you the backside view, the on the freaking end zone view, it would have been good from probably 68 to 70. He cleared it 
cle- he clearly cleared it. Mm. And then people are like, oh, no, he's not going to be as good as he was last year. Why would you think that? <laughs> the, actually, the, the hope beyond hope is that he ain't out there as much to yeah. win games. Correct. If, we're, if we're doing the shit right, right, he should be kicking, that should be like three or four extra points and maybe one field goal. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about that as we get closer to the season about, you know, expect, you know, points over expectation that where's that number? And I think last year, you know, and shout out Sam and, um, last year we were like, man, if they can get to 24, get to 24, like they'll, they'll be in good shape. I don't think 24 is the, I think they should be able to clear that at this point because we were early in the season. They struggled even when they were winning, getting to 21 and 22. They were struggling. Because the offense was just kind of, you know, you know, hitting big shots, but not, you know, consistent at all. And then it reared its ugly head at the worst possible time in the playoffs. And, you know, it, it, they should be able to be beyond that. You know, like we're talking 28 probably and moving forward from there. Right. Uh, yeah, so, teams mm-hmm. that win the Super Bowl usually are scoring above 28. Right. On average. So, right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, that's just amazing to me. Like that dude, 65 yards, not even, you know, not even sweating it. Like whatever. So we'll roll him out there. Um, but awesome. All right. Let's swing it around AFC North to finish up y'all. Uh, the Browns quarterback still not in jail, still not suspended. Uh, Browns reported to camp. He reported to camp. He's been practicing for the last couple of days. NFL has not uh, issued their ruling yet, which again, I think I said the other day is not fair to the Browns. Like I'm not yeah, sticking up for the him. Brown deserve, the Browns deserve the Browns everything they fucking get. Yeah, I know, but I'm not sticking up for him, and I'm not definitely sticking up for the Browns. But like, give me the ruling so I can start to make my plans. You know, not this. Well, he's going to be out there, and he's out there practicing. Hey, I think everything's going to be cool. And then you hit him with the hammer. Um, I yeah, I don't think that's fair. It should have already yeah. been handled. It should have yeah. been handled before he went to camp to, this, not to create the circuit. Just like the FBI. They wait for your ass to get on the plane or about to think we about to escape. They yeah. waiting for your happy ass with cufflinks. Mm. Right. So I, I don't know if we did this on the other show. How many games do you think it's gonna be? Um, I think there was a show in the late seventies, early eighties. Eight is enough. Eight is enough. I think it's still gonna be a season. Um I, I just yeah, I they can't have a Ray Rice situation happen where they give him eight games and then Four games into that suspension, another girl comes up with a TMZ video or something like that, and it's really bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you give them the year for all the shit to come out. Um, they can fight it all they want, but again, the appeals to Roger Goodell. So, it, I'm saying a year, but uh, yeah. officially, the NFL can give a fuck less. They don't care. They don't it, care. It, it's a, this is all about protecting the shield. Correct. And right, they don't care. They yeah. get they get jobs. And they're giving jobs and getting jobs if you get right. my drift. Yeah, no, I get you. And in the same breath, too. I, I mean, I know people are like, oh, it's going to be Deshaun Watson. He's going to be this or that or whatever. He he essentially will not have now played for, a, if, if he gets eight games, a year and a half. He hasn't been good. Now would be in almost three seasons. You know, good enough to make stats, but like led the team situation. We're talking three years. That shit don't just come back magically. I know people think it does, but it doesn't. Um, whatever. Brown move. He he'll. I mean, when he gets back on the field, and he will. He he gonna be 
I mean, he's. I think he he's a, he's at least still upper echelon NFL quarterback. Yeah, we'll so, find out. Uh, that's my guess. If he's yeah. not, I'd be happy about it. Yeah. Well, they better be for the Browns because they have no draft picks um, <laughs> because of this. Uh, uh, so. I no tears. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Steelers, speaking of bad quarterbacks, uh, as again, if you watch the videos on Twitter, uh, been a struggle, uh, especially Kenny Pickett, their number one draft pick, uh, little hands tape there. Um, been struggling, you know, it was a thing there, uh, goat killer and I were watching it. It was a, uh, 11 on 11 and, you know, he didn't complete a pass. Uh, it was really bad. Uh, so the leader in the clubhouse was Mason Rudolph. Obviously familiar with the system. He should be ahead of both of those dudes and, you know, with Mitch Trubisky. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, um, to turn it off and hand it off to Najee is kind of be the offense. And hopefully one of the quarterbacks can get it to, you know, I guess George Pickens has looked pretty good, um, at wide receiver and, you know, throw it to one of those receivers. They got good wide receiver, you know, Deontay well, and right. the other dude. I mean, right. it's just, and anybody they, they, get it to them. Right. They have, right. They have receivers, but their quarterback situation, is suspect and yes, yes. and their defense beyond the two people we do know is a bunch of rookie bases. Yeah, and th- th- there's that, and the ability to block them up in front of the quarterback is an issue too. And again, I think even though he got injured later in the career in certain times, like people forget how much he absorbed. Like he can't take you know whatever quarterback you have back there can't be taking all the hits that Roethlisberger did and expecting to keep standing up. Right. Um, it's just not going to work. So you right. know not. Right. They're, they're going to depend a lot on the running game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, he's good, but yeah. they're not, you know, I don't think they're going to challenge anybody down the field. I hope they don't. Well, not us anyway. So we'll see. We will see. Right. Yeah. Pickens is going to be Pickens, you know, like right. we saw him at Georgia. He's right. a good player. That's he's not a good the issue. player. He's immature. He's a five cent brain, man. He, he, right. He's going right. he to try to do his the giddy on a first down. Yeah. No, I don't even think it's that. Like, I think it's, you know, again, Omar Epps is a, you know, the classic players coach, especially for black players. Classic. But it winds up turning on him too, you know, just like Antonio, just like Levy. Like, it it always turns. And those dudes, I mean, Antonio didn't come in with a five-cent brain. And neither did Le'Veon Bell. Well, and that's another thing. Shit, everybody got fucking CTE too. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> so right. That's, yeah. That's I just. It. Yeah. I just don't. That. That's probably like probably one of the more anti-Steeler signings in a while. I was really surprised they picked him because they like to pretend that they don't have those dudes on their team, but dudes become those dudes under Omar Epps. Like they just become like kind of me first kind of dudes under him because he allows them to do that. Right. Um. He wants. I mean, they got talent. Yeah. And, as long as and, they play and, well. and if you win. People will put up your shit. Yeah, as long as they play well on the field situation, you know, but he's going to wind up running amok at some point in time over there. It's just a given. Like, he's not he's and not a dude that's going to turn it around like they, that. And they'll handle it internally. He'll get fined. He'll oh, do this. Yeah, no, I meant, like, out off the field, like, oh, kind well, of situation. Right, if he's – right. Yeah, yeah he's – he's a – I mean, again, you didn't – Take this dude that's going to come from nothing and give him a bunch of money and free time. That doesn't work out. <laughs> it's just mm. Yeah. This is dumb. Uh, all right. The Ravens. Uh, Lamar supposedly looking pretty good. Still don't have a contract. Uh, it looks like there's some rumblings that might, one might get done before the season. I still have 
holding to my thought that he doesn't want to be there. He wants to come to Miami um, and come home, so to speak. Uh, our boy J.K. Dobbins still on the on the pup list. Um, uh, their cornerback is also still on the pup list. I can't remember what his name is off the top Mar- of my head. Uh, Marlon Humphreys, yes, Marlon Humphreys still on the pup. Um, but yeah, they're you know they they and I they and we are definitely the contenders to be winning this division. You know and. Could be some slobber knocker games, depending upon injuries and all that other stuff. But, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they rebound if they have relative health coming into the season, you know, and if Lamar can, I mean, again, I know people don't want to hear this shit. Like he really needs to take a step. Like I understand that he's won these games and he won an MVP and he did all that. But when shit got tight, when he's made it to the playoffs, them three years, he hasn't played well, <laughs> to say the least. He hasn't played well. And, you know, that's when defenses get better. You're not going to be able to get outside the pocket and do all that running. And I say this a thousand times a thousand, man. Running quarterbacks and don't win Super Bowls. And eventually, you're not going to be able to outrun everybody. You are going to hit, hit, and crack. And at that point, if you can't throw it, it becomes a problem. I mean, look, I mean, Vic learned that before he went to jail. And then he learned how to throw it, you know, when he got out of jail, you know, but at that point, his athleticism had been robbed from him, too. And, he, you know, he only had a couple of years after that. Now, now, here's a good point, and I'm pretty sure you heard about this over the week, about what Patrick Mahomes said about quarter, black yeah. quarterback being a bag. Oh, is it? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it was in my last closing note, but go ahead. Right. So, right, he – someone asked Mahomes about Bloody that. Close. Right, right, and, right, and the clause about Kyler Murray, and he's supposed to be studying his the plays and and film study and all that. Yeah, man, the there, I mean, them them old haunts are still there, yo. You yeah. just had to think about running quarterback. Josh Allen is a running motherfucking quarterback. Right, and he ain't one shit either. Right, he ain't one shit either. But you didn't, we didn't bring up Josh Allen. The first right. trip we went to was for old boy. Josh Allen got to step up too. I mean, he got mm-hmm. he got what two? He got maybe two more playoff wins than a uh, old boy from Baltimore. Right. No, I I don't disagree with you. Right. And he and he's as at times as inaccurate as freaking uh, Lamar Jackson is. Um, the idea that they were like, oh, we're gonna put this in your contract that you need to study like film. That is an absolute insult. Well, I, I can't believe he signed it to begin with. I can't right. believe they brought it up. I can't believe well, he signed you, you it. You ain't passed they, up that money. Right, but then they took it out or whatever. But, I mean, let's keep it 100. You said that before. Obviously, they know he don't study film. Apparently. Like, there was no way. If, if <laughs> I mean, it's clear he doesn't study film. Apparently. And, you know, you know the word on the Internet or whatever, you know, he plays a lot of video games online. <laughs> like, a lot. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which, which, well, that's not great I mean, to know. Age I mean, wise, age wise, it makes sense. That's well, no, where don't, we, age-wise, age-wise we, where he is. That's what these dudes do. It, I mean, we, motherfucker, you gotta. If you're the the face of the franchise and you talk and ugh, you gotta you gotta step up. Twenty three years old, whatever how old you are, it's you gotta get away from the video games. Right. For a little bit, for sure. But I mean, think about this, though. I was thinking about this the other day. Okay. They took that clause out of his contract. Bet. If that motherfucker comes out and struggles, 
the the heel turn on the fans on him is going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible because they already are like, I'm not really sure if this 5'8 dude can win. And then it's like, oh, well, he's clearly not studied. Like, that's going to be the absolute go-to at that point in time. And then it's just going to – that's a – that's an unwinnable situation for the Cardinals because if he plays terrible and everybody turns on, they're gonna have to get rid of him. That you wouldn't be able to bring him back. You can't. You can't. And it's a and hell and it's a good chance that they're the third place team in that division anyway. Correct. So I'm just like, mm. he, they should have never put it in there. But which makes me think they put it in there with the intention of taking it out after the uproar. And now, like. If he doesn't play well, it's going to be like, well, he's not studying. The Cardinals are in a the Cardinals were in a, a win now situation last year. They did they're still in one, and, yeah. and they're still in one, and and they're still I think they're the third place team because of Kyler Murray and D Hop. No, what six or eight games? All right, that's not going to go well. AJ's nope. still there. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry, AJ. All right, so that's it, man. Oh shit, I might cut AJ. Mm. But they don't but or they would cut him probably if old boy was healthy, but uh, then yeah. all right. So that's it, y'all. So we might be on a little bit of a more regular schedule as we're getting into I mean, this is the heart of training camp at this point. Obviously some preseason games coming up. You're gonna get that new NFL Prime stream or whatever, it was like ten dollars a month. You can get shit, everything damn near. All wow. the all the uh games, all the preseason games, local coverage. Hold on, I, I you know, my wife sent it to me. I don't know if she was sending it to me. Ain't like, that I wonderful? Get it. She like, oh, let me get it for you. No, nah, it didn't happen. But um, I don't know. I'm trying to pull this up to see, but it's got to be in here somewhere. Maybe she sent it to me. And one more, you didn't talk about? Did National. you ever look up that Bengal Gym thing? The 2005 uh. The reunion tour? I didn't. No, we didn't watch it because we were traveling, uh, coming back from the A. Uh, and yeah, we didn't watch it. I saw some clips, whatever. And they wind up having Marvin came on. Damn. Uh, TJ dropped in for a couple of minutes. That you hate. Man, I can't believe you said that. I, I, he got on my nerves. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, but I didn't, I didn't watch it, you know. I, man, I'm old. And I like nostalgia, but after a while, I was like, oh, is there anybody I really want to hear from on there? Like, really? Probably not. Sorry, I didn't watch it. Seemed like a good idea at the moment, but yeah. Shout out Big Old Jim, man. Good, 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 get, good, get. Holy crap, did you able to get all those dudes together? So. Yeah. And a uh, shout out to Bengals and Brews. Thank you for the help, uh, for the, um, uh, stream yard and all that. And I appreciate that. But yeah. What's the prime thing again? Oh, so national like NFL plus four ninety nine a month streaming service. You get all market, all out of market preseason games, oh, mobile device, all no, yeah, mobile device access to live and local prime time, regular season and postseason games. Mm. Um, mobile access, um, four ninety nine or thirty nine for the year. I don't even know what's on here. Uh, the description will include all of all out of market preseason game, which was formerly only available with a subscription to NFL Game Pass for ninety nine a year. Um, so yeah, I'm not looking into it. Yeah, uh, much. Let me do my Barkley trying to join the LIV. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I if if that if that company that runs Prime 
wanted to sponsor this show, I would truly, truly love it. I yes. from A to Z, we would take it all. I would yeah, take, would it, take all it all in. Now, mm-hmm. on the chances of that happening, I'm not sure. How so? In that case, right? That fucking ball head, fucking <laughs> Bezos, Lex Luthor ripoff fucker. I hate his ass. <laughs> TJ um, like hater more than that. What? TJ Hushman's out of hater more than that. Oh, fucking way more than that. This <laughs> brother ain't cost me a dollar. Shit. That motherfucking oh. yacht riding. I'm gonna go tear down the bridge yeah. so my yacht can go through. That yeah, fucking. Right. Let me go bang my neighbor and make my aye, fucking ex wife the eighth richest person in the fucking world. Yeah. And she went out and married a school teacher, man. Why can't good things happen to me? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right. So, right. Jeff Bezos, I hate giving him an extra dollar every minute of every day. But it very much seems that NFL is going to be a streaming service. Oh, right. Of, oh, right. Uh, they're, whatever they're, here. Momentarily. Sooner than later. They're right. They're right. The Amazon is the LIV of the fucking NFL. Yeah, they, correct. Right. They're going to be, they don't have it. everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hell, right. yeah. We need extra music, man. Uh, there was, I was looking for a song about appendix. <laughs> <laughs> there are some songs about appendix. What? There it is. It bursts. It bursts. group name appendix. But anyway, the first thing that came to my mind, or second thing that came to my mind, shit, was Emergency by Cooling the Game. Mm. <laughs> Writes it down. Uh, yeah, I could get with that. I, I, is it possible that they're underrated? They are underrated. They should I be, agree. They should be in the Hall of Fame. I oh, agree. I, I don't think they're I don't in think there. They, I don't think they are either. I don't think they are either. Uh, and they're, yeah, criminally underrated. Criminal. Um, I'm not sure why. Like, that's the funny thing. I'm not even sure why they're on the radio. I um, don't know. I, I, I don't know. They yes. just, it's just one of those, they're better than, damn, that's just going to be harsh. They should not be a BET unsung special. Correct. Yeah, and then, then getting grouped in there with like people that they were better than, like radio with Ray right. Parker and shit like that. Like they're, Levels, people. Levels. Levels. And that's if you take out like their freaking popular, you know, take out celebration and like I don't know. You take, I mean, right. That uh, shit, even even people in Russia be singing celebrate exactly. for for during weddings. They they don't they do not they are not uh, well, I'm sure I know why the Commodores ain't in the damn hall, rock and roll hall of fame. Mm. But yeah, they should be in that. They should be in there. Definitely be in there before the Beastie Boys and yeah. Green Day and <laughs> shit like that. Noted. <laughs> All right. So as Cool in the Gang start to take us out, remember I'm the producer of this podcast. You can find us on podcast i uh, podcast on iTunes, like oh podcast on iTunes, Google Play. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all of those types of things. And like I said, we'll be back on a much regular schedule as we're getting closer and closer to the kickoff of the 2022 season. All right, uh, so Hutch, who's the game playing us out? We're going to sign off. Praise yourself. I understood. Joanna. All right, I'm out. All right, we'll see y'all on the other side. Peace.
Peace.